Welcome to The Planet Business, the world's fastest growing digital business building podcast for everyone. Whether you're a first-time entrepreneur or a seasoned biz building veteran, we're here to provide a space where anyone and everyone can succeed. No matter what level you're at, you're about to discover easy-to-implement, simple methods that anyone, any gender, any race, any creed or color can use right now to create the business and life you want. Welcome to Planet Business, the bullshit-free zone. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, In this episode... business. Wow. (laughs) We are hopefully going to talk about uh, business trends and what we see as some of the bigger things coming out in 2020, which is coming up in, wow, less than 60 days. That's scary. That is scary. God, I'm getting old. Well, yeah, you are, but that's a different wow. topic. Wow. Well, don't, don't beat around the bush, Michelle. That was no, nice. we promised to be honest on this show, so, you know. All right, so looking at what some of the top trends are, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that everybody sees coming, and what we want to talk about is how specifically that might apply to your business and how you can get ahead and maybe even get in on some of these trends that you might be thinking are only for really big businesses. All right. So AI obviously is a huge trend in direction that things are going. Okay. And however, people might say, but AI, that's like a few years off. No, it's not. AI is already here. Case in point, I can give you a couple examples, but let me give you the main, main, main one that you already know about, which is uh, like Facebook chatbots or any, any kind of chatbot. Uh, Michelle does an excellent job of writing chatbot trees and they are a great example of an extra five to 10% of your work being done for you by a machine that's actually running somebody through a process designed to, in, in my case, knock people off the fence. They come onto a webcast, the AI chatbot, they sign up for it by getting whatever the freebie is. And then the chatbot follows them around and asks them a series of questions that ultimately is guiding them towards making a, a purchase decision. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, AI doesn't have to be something super expensive and complicated. We're not thinking like build your own Terminator robot here. I was thinking that. Okay, well, I'm not. Right. You can apply simple AI concepts because the idea of AI is that it's artificial intelligence. It's it's intelligently responding for you. So with something like a chatbot where you have a send somebody a question, give them a button to click yes or no based on their response, then give them the next step and just keep going through that type of artificial intelligence responding to things. So having that, that pre-written conversation essentially is not just a great application of the idea of AI, but it also allows you to have a better connection with your clients or potential clients. Yep, 100%. That, that one's one of the easier ones to predict, so nothing fancy there. But there's a couple of things here that I think are pretty juicy in terms of like putting the pieces together and going, oh, I didn't think about it like that. So let's give them number two. Okay. All right. Let's see. So uh, yeah, AI was one. 5G data networks are another one. That's finally, finally happening. Right. So you might say 5G data networks, what's that got to do with uh, small business? <laughs> what doesn't have small Everything. business? Because what it indicates is, okay, used to be when I would do a big product launch when I first was starting, less than five to 10% of people were on their mobile. So we didn't really have to worry about all the pages oh, working man. on mobile because it was back then it was a lot harder to actually get them to work on mobile. Yeah, a <laughs> developer dedicated to that stuff, right? Nowadays, more than half, in a lot of cases, 70% of people are on mobile versus oh, yeah. desktop. Well, especially if you're running any sort of Facebook or social media ad campaigns, yep. 
a lot of your traffic is going to be coming from mobile phones. And you have to think about how people interact with mobile versus desktop. Because right now, that's oh, why a lot huge. of people's things don't convert, yeah. honestly, in my opinion, because they're not realizing, okay, this person doesn't have all day to be clicking around, grabbing all these different things, and looking at this, clicking, you're clicking there. They're scrolling, 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 and clicking on one thing. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing to understand about 5G is 5G not only means an improvement in speed for people, it also means cheaper mobile plans are coming with more unlimited data options. Right. So people can afford to watch video, stream video from their phone when they're on the go. Right. So they're not likely sitting at their desk watching your video at this point or clicking through your Facebook ads. They're likely out in the middle of somewhere, very distracting while yeah. looking at your Probably stuff. Probably when they're out to dinner with me, they're sitting on the phone watching a <laughs> video and I gotta be like, well, yo bro, what's up with that bro? Uh, well, and 5G is a, an expanded coverage. So a lot of people in rural areas that haven't necessarily had unlimited data or that have still had to really watch their data plans, that's starting to shift with 5G. Hmm. Believe it or not. Hmm, I didn't know that. That was an interesting facial expression. I wish we did have video. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, and, and it's, it's, it's interesting to, you know, the, the government and politics part of this is a whole different conversation. But as it changes and there's more bandwidth available, the cost of data transfer goes down. And so a lot of areas that maybe they've had cell phone coverage, but most people were still on older models or not doing a whole lot of data unless they were on Wi-Fi. Now they're doing everything from their phone as this rolls out. And I think one, one way that that affects us is you really got to think through how are people, like you said, interacting on mobile. I know myself, when I click through a Facebook ad, I can't even tell you how many times when I see the form, if it even works on my phone, and I have to type in my entire name and my email address, and oh, please don't ask for anything beyond that. The chances of me taking the time with my thumbs to type this in right. is almost zero. Right. However... If you give me a little button that says send to messenger, yep. I'm already logged into Facebook. One of the reasons yes, why, I will click that's that. That's actually one of the reasons why Facebook Messenger is, works, has take, taken off. People don't really credit that, I, I yeah. don't think. Because it's a one-click thing. I used to do the same thing with Facebook Connect. Yeah. Well, they've there. made it easy now. And that goes back to what you were saying about it. It used to be so hard to build mobile pages. Yeah. I mean, I remember you used to actually have two separate copies of your page. And now you don't have to do that. But use tools that really allow you to take advantage of that. Click funnels, lead pages, things like that make it easy to build the mobile friendly right. version. Do account for the fact that people are on are on mobile. Wait, wait, you scroll you scroll past the one that I thought was interesting, the autonomous driving one. Which Okay, so we, we should mention one of the places we're looking at trends. There's a list of seven that are coming in 2020. We'll put a link below this episode. That's what he mentioned. I'm scrolling past. Yeah, so we have a little, we have a little list here. We have a cheat sheet. Yeah. So autonomous driving is one of the big things that's coming. And you might say, what's it got to do? You might not say in this exact uh, tonality and, and accent, but what's that got to do, Mars, my friend, okay? I thought you were my friend, and now I realize you're misleading me because you're talking about autonomous driving in the middle of a, hey, what's coming for small business? Let me see if I can explain it to you, okay? Um, and it isn't just autonomous driving specifically, okay? One thing is cars are being designed differently, okay? And reach is reach. I don't know if you, any of you use Waze, um, but constantly, yeah, I know you do ways with your cookie monster voice ways. Um, what she, she uses this cookie monster voice. Like now you turn left. Please do not. Please do not get this cookie no. monster inside of ways is the most awesome voice guidance ever. <laughs> he eats cookies when you turn left and he tells you what a great well, job no, you did no. driving. No, you arrive safely. no, no, it's horrible, but, but it's funny. But anyways, not the point. The point is, all of these apps, these automated apps that are being built and the fact that cars are so like podcast friendly and like different media friendly, 
to me, that's a huge, that's a huge sign. When we actually, when we were going through the list, I was like, now what the heck does Michelle, does that have to do with yeah. business and reaching people, et cetera? This just goes to show you the genius brain that is Michelle Schaefer. Tell them, you basically give them the thing that you're saying. Because look well, at yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's the thing is when you look at the direction that car technology is going, basically we have like Knight Rider, right? <laughs> has, has come to reality. I'm angry we don't have flying cars yet, but you know, we're getting there. And <laughs> when you look at the fact that I don't have to have my hands, theoretically, on the wheel. Which you didn't even in non-automated hey, I have my hands on the wheel. The wheel just doesn't always go the direction <laughs> I think it's going. No, it, it's, it's, there's so much shifting when you don't have to focus on driving and you've got smart cars with all of the electronics built in where you can easily listen to and subscribe to podcasts right inside your car. Yeah. Um, and we have 5G data coming that can connect to vehicles. I mean, when you look at all these things coming together, there's so much of an opportunity to reach people with your message in their cars. And when you look at the investments going into podcast companies, specifically platforms that host them, yep. they're making some big bets you know, you know, on podcasting you know, growing you know, along you know with what, she's, what, what you're saying is true right now. You know, I know what she's saying is true and accurate because you're listening to me on the podcast right now. That means I have finally succumbed, submitted to... The podcast gods, okay? The podcast gods have spoken and they have said, this is just where things are going. People want things that they can consume while they're driving their automated car. They want things that they can listen to in bite-sized nuggets. Like we have uh, five minutes and 50 seconds left, by the way. So let's move to the next one. Wow. Bite-sized was, nuggets, bite-sized nuggets. Very direct. All right. So that is one thing to, to think about is how are people using these different technologies? So what are people going to be doing if they don't have to focus on the road? Um, are they going to be listening to your podcast or watching your YouTube channel? Let's see. So here's another one. And, and we kind of had an argument back and forth about whether this applied to. Yeah, yeah, and I was on the I was on the winning side of the argument right now. She's going to prove my point. Go ahead. Personalized and predictive medicine. So you've probably seen ads on Facebook, right? For some of these, I think it's called what forward. What's, what's the one that's on Facebook. They're having a huge advertising campaign right now that it's basically a, a doctor's office that you go in and it automated scans you. Oh, and yeah. Um, so it's more of a personalized approach to medicine and more predicting problems before they begin, which I don't know why it took us so long, but we're there now. Um, and that actually does apply to us as business owners, because here's the thing. Who has a great experience in the doctor's office? How long did you have to wait in the waiting room last time you went? Uh, I didn't have to wait that long last time, last time I went. No, but they're, they're known Sometimes. for that, right? Yeah. Not, it's not the greatest experience. People do not look forward to going to the doctor's office. If doctor's offices start implementing this kind of thing, it's going to be expected as a standard for the rest of us. Like lowest minimum standard is, okay, now you're expected to also have personalized and predictive things going on in your business, and you should. So anytime you're looking at, at trends and you see other sectors or other verticals applying them, ask yourself, how do I apply that in my business? Because that's actually where some of the best ideas come from. Because you're not swiping anything from a competitor, you're looking at what's the core thing happening here and how do I recreate that in my business? And it's a great way to really bring new things into your space. And yeah, that's what trend, uh, trendsetters do. They actually follow things from other, uh, other verticals and other spaces and bring it into their space. Yep. Yep. So that, that's something, you know, really think about how can you be more personalized in the way that you interact with clients? Some of that goes back to leveraging AI to be able to bring personalization right. in without driving yourself crazy. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So ooh, this next one actually makes a lot of sense to me. And this is something you definitely need to figure out how to tap into stuff. What they're calling it in the list that we're looking at is computer vision. Okay. But it's stuff like 
augmented reality. Uh, what else? What, uh, there's a well, extended reality. reality. Yeah. It, it's kind of a catch-all phrase for virtual reality, augmented reality, mixed reality. Um, and, and some of those are things that, that we see and play with or that our kids do, like Snapchat filters or like, you Ooh, know. Beat Saber. Boots, cuts, boots, cuts. Wow. Okay. I love Beat Saber. It's awesome. Try it. All right. Well, okay. I don't know what to go <laughs> with from that, um, but how do you see that as relevant to us as business owners? I see it as relevant because like anytime you can capture somebody's attention, first of all, people get desensitized, right? So like, yeah. I'll, I'll give you an example. When I first got into uh, advertising, I was a traditional advertising agency creative director. Uh, <laughs> there were very standardized ways of doing marketing, of, of marketing and advertising. So mm -hmm. billboards, you know, they, they did have a taxi cab, uh, I forget what they called, the, the little banners that you put on top of taxi cabs, um, you know, bus, bus sides, bus stops, right? Well, that's all cool and well, but people eventually start blocking those things out and paying absolutely no ad blindness is what it's called. They pay yeah. absolutely no attention to it. So what we did, and this is, it's the same thing here, okay? We, it was, it, what my team was really, really good at was, uh, called guerrilla advertising, which is kind of an old thing now because it's like 30, 25, 30 years old because that's how old I am. However, we would do things like, you know, modify a fire hydrant, turn it into something that was related. We would go around and do that. We'd, we'd get authorization for as much of it as we could. But like at the end of the day, when you paint a telephone pole to look like a cigarette or you paint oh, a, wow. whatever the thing is, okay, it, a bunch of different things we did, or you, you paint a manhole cover and you, or you lay a, a stencil over top of it and people aren't used to seeing the ad there. So same thing with augmented reality and inside of virtual reality. So if somebody's playing a video game, there's all kinds of spots for ads. Like I noticed as I was playing Beat Saber, um, like <laughs> places where the, where uh, uh, PlayStation, uh, uh, I forget what it's called, but play their, their, their marketplace basically they run all these ads for all these things that you can buy right yeah um those all those kinds of things are really going to open up but stuff like augmented reality where you can put your phone in front of something and then it adds a thing there so you're, you're seeing it like like if you were to point it at your table mm -hmm. and you were to see a little man walking around like little robots that come out of the mm -hmm. you know like you know, your controller like, yes yeah out of my controller yeah. it's just amazing well, there's all kinds of little things all kinds of apps that you can use that actually will let you create those kinds of ads and and put them in places where people yeah, and, and and where this becomes interesting this next year is up until really the the last last part of this year, you know, most of the VR stuff has been kind of experimental and kind of it's it's just yeah, things like Oculus year, Rift right. and and things that not as many people are really getting into, but now it's starting to mainstream because it's it's in the apps in your phone, it's in all these different places. And when you look at things like the game that you like. There's already a lot of collaboration. Beat Saber. Okay, I can't remember the name. Beat Saber. There's already a lot of collaboration happening with entertainment. Mm -hmm. Like they're licensing the music to go inside of it. And you've got choices um, based on that. Yes, I see the timer. Yeah, just relax. You said remind. <laughs> so <laughs> that's where there are a lot of opportunities. And that is one interesting thing when it comes to trends is watch what entertainment is doing. Watch what movie stars or reality stars or others are doing where their attention is, what they're collaborating with, because some of them are ahead of these types of trends and you can learn a lot by watching. Um, even personalities that you may not be the biggest fan of are valuable to learn yeah, from watch in that learn. space. Absolutely. So last one, and this one has a lot to do with everything actually. I'm glad that we're, we're on this one. Blockchain technology. Talk to them about blockchain technology. This is the stuff that Bitcoin is built on top of. Don't limit yourself to thinking of 
Bitcoin because you know yeah they- yeah that that's the thing is is blockchain really is a secure and non uh, what's the right word you, you, no, you can't no, no, mess with proof. it no, right proof, because yeah. the way blockchain tech works everything is public and it's saved in multiple places and it's you can't go back in and create fraud issues with it so it's a very secure technology in terms of how it's built and when we think of blockchain we tend to just think of bitcoin yeah or other similar currencies Most like you know facebook has libra yeah. which is blockchain based assuming they at some point you know take over the world and get approval for this. We'll see what happens in 2020 with that. Um, How can it affect people's businesses? But yeah, I think there's a couple of things to look at. One is Bitcoin itself, looking at accepting that. How do you accept these new payments in your business and how flexible are you willing to be? Because there is an entire market of people who are really into this kind of either (laughs) give me liberty or give me death approach or on the cutting edge of technology and they want to be able to pay with things like Bitcoin. So looking at additional payment methods that you can accept in your business. And some of the key players who really do a lot of payment processing for small business are building this in where you have the option to add Bitcoin as something you accept. If they pay in Bitcoin, you get cash or well, US dollar deposits into your bank account. Uh, since everything is virtual. But there's not just that, there's also a lot of ways that blockchain tech is being applied. So watch for that coming out in terms of data transfer, data storage, all sorts of management, the blockchain is being utilized as it's built. Yep, great. So we made it through and only about a minute and 30 seconds over, which I, I, I consider a win. So I'm gonna close <laughs> this one out. You ready? Let's see, tell me if oh I Oh boy, right. all right, here we go. So that's our take on some of the things that we believe and, and actually tying things together in terms of technology as it's developing and how it really does fit into business. I'd say of those uh, six or seven things that we did, at least four or five of them are 100% anchored to, uh, to actually how, yeah, they, how matter. they affect your business. They matter they for matter. us. Um, so with that, I'm going to say make sure you like, make sure you leave a statement. An online it's called a review. A review. You leave a review. It's not a statement. <laughs> Man, I can't believe you fed me that misinformation. Wow. wow. Incredible. Great. Um, and you rate, rate. review, and, and like. Subscribe. Rate, rate, review, and subscribe. See, this is why I can't be trusted with the outro right here because I, I get it all wrong. Make a statement. What does that even mean? Yeah. Why do you well, I me? mean, if you want to send us statements, you're welcome to. We prefer the positive kind. <laughs> um, but, you know, any statements are welcome. Uh, yeah. So I don't know that, where to go with now that. You, now you have to do the kind of thing I do at the end where, like, I say, I say the official stuff like rate, review, and subscribe. And then you jump in and you go, plant business. Planet business. Wow. All right. We will see you in another episode. <laughs>